back to the second episode of my podcast. I hope you all enjoyed the first episode and thank you so much for listening. I love getting feedback about what you think about the podcast because I think feedback is so important because it means I can improve it in different ways. And then I get to know what you guys actually want to listen to, what you don't want to hear about, which is completely fair. And I got honestly some lovely messages, so thank you so much. What I did get, actually, I wasn't definitely expecting to get hate because everybody gets hate, like everyone has different opinions because everybody's different and that's so fair. But I definitely wasn't expecting quite the level of hate that I got on the first episode. (laughs) And I know like hate is such a strong word. Let's call it negative feedback because I guess it was more negative feedback. And most of it was like, oh, your podcast doesn't make sense. I don't know how the hell you got from this to this. Like where the hell did the bear and the dragon come from? And I was like, oh. Like, okay. But unfortunately, this is just how my brain works. Like, I hate to admit it, but one minute I could literally be, I don't know, sitting outside thinking about the work that I have to do. And then the next second I'd be like, oh my God, how insane would it be if I had a pet baby goat? Like, think of all the stuff we could do together. (laughs) How random is that? But I actually love it. Like, I think it makes life so much more interesting. And I thought it made the podcast more interesting. So I am going to try and improve and make it make more sense. But I'm really sorry, I'm not going to cut out the bits where... I just change what I'm talking about. (laughs) I did actually have a moment where all these people had come back to me being like, oh, not the biggest. Actually, no one really said they didn't hate, they hated it, but okay, I'm being so dramatic. Like, (laughs) it was like five people out of the 100 people that listened to it were like, oh, like it doesn't really make sense. And then from that, I was like, oh my God, like I hate it so much. I can't believe I posted that. Like, I can't believe I put myself out. Like, I'm deleting it, that's it, it's done. I'm never making another episode, like, screw this idea. Because it's so scary putting yourself out there and, like, I'm almost giving you, like, an insight into my brain. (laughs) Um, It's like when you post an Instagram photo and someone's like, why did you post that? It's like, well, because I wanted to, like... (laughs) I know you may not like the photo, but I like the photo, so... (laughs) So, yeah, I did get some bad intrusive thoughts and then I was like, "Mm, actually, do I really care? Like, obviously I care because I want you guys to enjoy listening to it and I do want people to listen to it. (laughs) But then I was like, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, I will improve the podcast as we go on and I'm trying to make it make more sense. God, that didn't even make sense. (laughs) But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I promise it'll get better with every episode I make. Also, you know what did really help, which was really sweet, is I went to the point to point in my area um like on monday i think a point to point is like a really country horse racing event type thing and some people came up to me and they were like oh like we listen to your podcast like it's great and i was like damn like thanks guys i really really appreciated that that made a big difference also i have the most supportive friends and one of my friends kate who was literally incredible was like oh my god like i listened to your podcast like i'm so proud of you congratulations i was like hey like you're amazing (laughs) so yeah do not worry i'm definitely not deleting the podcast it was crazy though that for like a day I just cared so much about what other people thought to the point where I was gonna stop doing something that I love like if I cared my whole life about what other people were gonna think I wouldn't get anything done because I'd be so nervous and like don't get me wrong I love to scroll on social media like it's so entertaining but what I hate most about social media and things like TikTok and Instagram is that we're fed these like false lies and stories that these people who are I don't know living on the other side of the world or living differently to us live this perfect life and I thought it was crazy that we all kind of look up to these top models and we're like oh you know what they're yeah that's the ideal girl that's what we should all look like but everybody was made different like we're not all made to look the same and then I don't think anyone needs plastic surgery I think that when it's like botox obvious botox it looks absolutely awful but if you're feeling really insecure about something and 
a little bit of plastic surgery can change that, then I say go for it. Like, it's better to be, to change a little bit of something than just to be insecure your whole life. Like, if it's going to make you feel better about yourself. But then don't go to other people and pretend that it's natural. I think that's where I draw the line is, if it makes you feel great, amazing, go for it. But if you then pretend to people like that's your real nose, then you're feeding the lies and you're feeding these poor people's insecurities that that's what a real nose should look like when it was fake all along. Like it's really hard if you're feeling insecure one day to look at like a gorgeous model or even like I have the most gorgeous friends. So if I was to like look at my gorgeous friends and be like, oh, like I just don't look like them. So I just don't look good. It's like creating this self-doubt that was never there in the first place. It's just because I'm comparing. Like, comparison is the worst thing that you can do. There's an Australian TikToker called Anna Paul who, like, her whole image is based on... She actually does OnlyFans and she makes millions from it. So it's kind of her normalising that. And But she also is, like, so into confidence and body confidence and how everyone should be confident in themselves. And she posted something one day being like someone's beauty does not take away from your own like just because someone else is gorgeous and they don't look like you doesn't mean you're not pretty like sunsets and i don't know a beautiful dress they're both gorgeous but they look nothing alike we consider them to both be beautiful but in completely different ways it's so hard not to take not to like overthink negative comments and then just like take it in i remember listening to a podcast about these girls in australia and they just get so much hate and they were like, we feel so shit that we've got this much hate. And the scariest part is obviously social media is anonymous or it can be anonymous. Um, so people really say what they think. <laughs> they really say that they probably otherwise wouldn't say to your face. But the problem is, is you can't set rules and you can't monitor what people are saying. And you can't, I mean, obviously now you can delete comments and you can, they've got rid of the dislike button on YouTube where you can see how many people have disliked it. Uh, and they are getting there because hate is so horrible. But the whole point of social media in the first place was freedom of speech. I don't know the exact quote, but I think I remember Mark Zuckerberg in an interview was like, I want people to be heard. This is a platform for people to express themselves, to have their own voice, to stand up for themselves. But then obviously now people are ruining, okay, not ruining, but because people are abusing that and taking it to the complete other side and just being horrible, they've now had to put in these measures so that you can delete comments and you can monitor what people are saying even though that just wasn't the point of social media in the first place, which is really sad, but like, I completely get it. Okay, this now leads me onto something that I do wanna talk about last week, but I didn't get a chance to, is I think jealousy is so interesting because honestly, if you think about it, if someone gets annoyed that their partner is always being crazy jealous and they're just like, oh, just like, give me a break, uh, stop being so jealous, grow up. And obviously jealousy can stem from insecurity and trust issues, but also I, think it's quite sweet when someone gets really jealous because it shows that they care like if you think about it if you if your partner was talking to a girl and you were just like yeah like fine I don't, like it really doesn't bother me either that means you're super confident and you know he's not gonna think cheat or whatever but it could mean that you just don't care i for me shows that someone cares because they like you so much that they hate the thought of you with someone else like i was watching love island this winter love island I, you know what i've never got through a whole season of love island before except for this season <laughs> this is the first season that i managed to watch the whole thing through because i literally was doing nothing <laughs> it was great i really really enjoyed it um but i was watching love island and i remember it was i think it was sammy and tom and they would be they were together in a couple 
but it wasn't till someone came in, I think it might have been, I don't know who it was, I can't remember, but another girl came in and started flirting with Tom, that Sammy was like, holy, mm, I actually love, like, I really like him, because she was just kind of cruising, and then it's not when, and not until someone else showed interest in him that she was like, oh my god, like, I'm so jealous, it shows that I actually really, really like this boy. So yeah, as long as it doesn't get, like, obsessive, and, you know, you do something rash, <laughs> I think with jealousy is quite sweet. I was also watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine the other day, great show, go watch it. Um, and what I think it was Adrian Pimenta was like, jealousy is the sexiest emotion. So last week I told you some really embarrassing drinking stories that I really hope you enjoyed. Uh, but I also said I really haven't been drinking much, like obviously I've had a few glasses here and there, but I haven't been like drunk drunk for a while. And then after I posted that the day later, Friday, I went and caught up with a friend in London who I literally haven't seen for like, it's crazy, I haven't seen him for a year and a half. He was one of those friends that you, like, I won't see him for ages and then we'll get back together and it'll be like, we would, would never left, do you know what I mean? Um, so it was really, really nice. I had the best time we went for pizza, cocktails. And then I was like, ah, oh, like I will drink, but I'm really not gonna drink a lot. Like I've got to drive back in the morning. Um, I love driving into London. <laughs> Uh, I, I way prefer driving than the train. Also, fuel for me is cheaper than a train ticket. So, so we went to this. Like, it's really nice in Kensington. There's a food court opposite Whole Foods, and I love it because they do cocktails. They do two for one cocktails, uh, where it was like eleven pounds for two cocktails. So it was brilliant. Um, which for London, that's like really cheap. <laughs> um, but so we then we had a really nice dinner, and then we went to meet up with his sister and her boyfriend. Um, at this pub in Notting Hill, I can't remember what it was called, uh, and then they had loads of friends with them, and honestly I had so much fun, but after about a cocktail and a half, I was like pretty feeling it, I was like I feel really drunk, <laughs> like my tolerance is awful, it was terrible before, but obviously I haven't had alcohol for ages, so it was so much worse than it ever has been, so we get to this pub, and bless he was like do you want a drink, I was like yeah I'll have a drink, so I had another one, and then one of the guys was like, right, tequila shots. And I was like, yeah, fuck, tequila shots, here we go. And then I had like a tequila shot and then I had a glass of rosé. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like I'm not feeling too, but you know when you go to the loo and then that's when you realise that you're drunk, you stand up, you're like, oh my God. And then you have to like either walk downstairs or you look in the mirror, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I really feel like I'm starting to get drunk. Anyway, so I was feeling great and we left the pub at like 11 something and we walked to this, it was like a bar club type thing. It was like this exclusive, it was it was incredible. And we were just kind of chatting at this point and then I had uh, a spicy margarita and then half of a normal margarita. And I was like, oh my God, like, I feel so drunk. <laughs> um, and bless my friend was also really drunk. We were both just like, what is going on? <laughs> like we were not expecting to go big. Uh, and then we started dancing and I was just like, oh my God. And you know when? other guys get really protective so this poor guy um my friend he literally didn't do anything that was peculiar like we were both we were all really drunk like we were just dancing and it was like nothing out of the ordinary and then at one point he just went to the loo and this like group of guys came up to me uh, and his sister and they were like are you guys okay like you know do we need to step in and we were like what the fuck like who do you think you are i know you're i don't know if you are trying to be nice but to us it definitely didn't come off like they were trying to be nice it was very malicious it was like a look at us we're alphas and i was just there's no way i'm having any of that <laughs> if you're trying to be nice that's really sweet but 
go away. Like, we're clearly friends. We've been sitting in a booth talking for, like, the last hour. Like, what do you think? And they were trying to be, like, these alpha males. And they were like, like, we can, like, protect you. We can, like, take you under our wing. And I was like, what the fuck? And I remember I forgot it that night because I was really drunk. And then I remembered it in the morning. And I was like, that was just so peculiar. And, like, for some context, these guys weren't... Because, obviously, it was quite a bougie bar... They all had like suits on. Obviously it was a Friday night, so they clearly all had like corporate jobs. They had like loafers on. Um, they were all like taking photos of their drinks. Uh, one of them had like these like really nice Ray-Ban sunglasses on and like checkered pants. And like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dressing like this, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to give you context to explain that they were just not there to be nice. They were the sort of guys that would smoke cigars and then like post it on their Instagram stories. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to be rude here, like, we actually saw them do that, so that's what I'm saying. And, like, they were trying to, I didn't know if they were trying to, I'm sure they were trying to, just trying to be nice. Um, so I wasn't going to be rude, and I was just like, oh, like, don't worry, they're fine. Like, no, he's our friend. And then his older sister was like, yeah, like, he's my younger brother. <laughs> um, <and laughs> it was so peculiar. Um, and then, this is the funniest part, is as we were leaving, one of them goes, oi, so I turned around, thinking I'd like forgot my phone, and one of them, with the flash on, takes a photo. Like, what the fuck? And like, I just remember the next morning being like, did that actually happen? Was that a dream? Or am I just making it up? Because I hate it, I hate it so much on a night out where you just can't remember what happened. I am such the type of person that I will go into, every time I'm drunk, I will take a video of me just like in the bathroom like if i'm in a club or something and i go to the loo like i'll take a video so i remember what the time period was when it was because i i hate taking photos in public i hate taking like videos of me in public do you know what i mean um and so i'll just like take myself off and take a video so i remember what i was doing and like where i was Sometimes this works really well because then I'm like, oh, I remember I was here this time. But once, oh my god, I one of my best, I think one of my best nights out ever. I was with my friend Joe and he was like, do you want to come to this concert? And it was these four dads who had like created a band called Jam Sandwiches. I mean, honestly, one of the best nights out of my life. They were doing this concert in um, in Clapham and uh, it was like at this really cool venue. And so we went to the pub before and he was like, do you want to come? I was like, yeah. And we decided to make a video of ourselves drinking. So like how, you know those videos when it was like, this is my first drink, this is my second drink. So we were really stupid and we were like, yeah, let's make one of those. So obviously we started at like four. And we were like, first drink at the pub. <laughs> and then on our way, we were like, Jägerbomb. <laughs> and as I've told you, I'm such a delicate drinker. I literally can't have many. Uh, and so then we went to the pub and we had like six at the pub and then we went to the venue and we had like four at the venue and then this guy was buying shots and so I had like five shots and I think at the end it added up on the video we added it up to 15 drinks <laughs> that is so too many for me anyways and <laughs> to be fair like it was great they played incredible songs and they were a really good band but it got to like one and I could not remember anything um, and I found a video of me sitting in some random loo uh, in a newsagent's at like 3am and I was like what the hell was I doing there? I have absolutely no recollection of how I got to that loo. Uh, I showed it to Joe the next morning and we were like when was this? <laughs> like after the venue we went straight to someone else's house before we took the bus back to his house and 
I have no recollection of where I went and where I was but there's a clear video of me in some crappy like rundown bathroom with like a mop and the doors open and you can like see the news agents and I'm just sitting there. oh it's so brilliant yeah that definitely wasn't one of my best moments not at all um but anyways I have started going out more so I've had like six months of doing absolutely nothing just recovering from my thing and now that I'm like healthy ish I'm I'm able to go out and it's so exciting <laughs> like this weekend I've got two of my best friends birthdays on Friday and Saturday so I will be going big this weekend which is absolutely terrifying <laughs> But also I'm so excited. Let's just hope I come back with some really juicy drunk stories of something really stupid that I've probably gone and done. Also, oh my God, let's hope I don't get super hungover. <laughs> I definitely wasn't quite prepared for last Friday night being as large as it actually was. It's so bizarre going from doing absolutely nothing to having a huge night out. And oh my God, I can't tell you how ill and hungover I was and on Friday. Like I've never been that, you can still, so I've got this lovely like, I was hoping for a more of a husky sexy voice today, but it's not quite happening. It's a little bit croaky, a little bit husky, but I still haven't recovered. Actually, okay, I have kind of recovered, but it took me like three days. I called my friend Liv and I was like, Liv, I'm never drinking again. I feel so awful. <laughs> I hate hangovers. I feel like we've definitely all said at least once and I was like, oh, I'm never drinking again. That was so awful. <laughs> I feel so bad. I think the worst thing about hangovers is you end up feeling, I don't know about anyone else, but I end up feeling really sad. I'm like, oh, and then I use this excuse. I'm like, I don't want to do anything today. I'm hungover. Like I'm feeling sad for myself. I don't want to go out for a walk. I don't want to do anything. And then I end up eating crap because I'm like, oh, I need energy, so my body's going, okay, well, we need fast-release energy, so we need crisps, chocolate sweets, instead of long-release energy, like protein. And then because I'm eating badly, I feel worse, and I'm not doing any exercise, and it's just like this horrible cycle that I get stuck into. <laughs> I love how I'm literally saying this, like, I get hungover the whole time, like, <laughs> I, although I haven't been hungover in ages, I just, whenever I do get hungover, though, I do get really sad. And actually, I was listening to Olivia Neal's podcast, and she also said she gets sad when she gets hungover, which makes me feel a lot better. Okay, you know what I love is an accent. I love them. I think they sound so satisfying. And as long as you can understand that what that person is saying in the accent it's just oh like the Australian accent you cannot go wrong it's so beautiful to listen to my boyfriend at the time when I went to Australia um he didn't really have an accent but his whole family did and it's just really nice to hear the accent and like hear someone speaking in that accent that sounds kind of creepy but you know what I mean you know what's really embarrassing is obviously when I was there I was going to try and recreate the accent everyone called me like a posh twat because in, in British we really pronounce our words and so I was really pronouncing my words and everyone was like, God, like, <laughs> who is this bitch? <laughs> um, so I really tried to get the accent going. It didn't go well. I'm not going to show you because you will laugh. Um, but I'd love to be able to, you know, there's like people who can recreate accents really well. I'd love to be able to do that. It would be such a great party trick. And actually, you know, the accent that I do find really attractive is French. Like, I love a French accent, but as long as you can understand what that person is saying, I think it's so sexy. So, a couple weeks ago, I went skiing in the French Alps, and obviously everyone there speaks French. I wish I was good at languages. It just hasn't quite 
No, I'm better at other things than languages. <laughs> um, but anyways, every year we get like an instructor for a couple of days uh, when we ski, so we're not like, you know, uh, falling over and breaking our knees or whatever. Okay, not that that has ever or will ever happen, but it's just to make sure that we're keeping our technique, you know, properly good. <laughs> um, and so this year, one of our instructors, oh my God, he was so beautiful. And he just had the best accent. Like his voice was just so calming. And oh, I if he had a podcast, I would listen to his podcast. <laughs> and his name was like Guillaume. And the way he pronounced it was, <laughs> it was great. And he was like six foot five, like really super tan, had like this like stubbly beard. I honestly think I've told anyone who would listen about our ski instructor. <laughs> and he was really like nice. He was really easy to talk to as well. And he was, oh, he was so much fun, which is so important because there's nothing more awkward than sitting on a chairlift, okay, with people you don't want to talk to or you feel uncomfortable around. It's so awkward because there are always like a good five minute long or actually probably more than that. The shortest one would be like five minutes, most than like 10. And you're just sitting there like maybe with a stranger or with someone who you don't feel comfortable with. So like it, once it was just me and this instructor on the chairlift and I was like, so do you go out much in town? <laughs> you just have to try so hard to make like really engaging small talk with this person who you probably don't want to be talking to. <laughs> but like, it's so awkward if no one says anything. I just got stuck on a chairlift with these two boys. Uh, who were pretty much about my age and they were talking about um, skiing on this hill and the dude was like, mate, we should like ski down this avalanche bit. And the other one was like, no, silence. And then he was like, why not? He was like, because I have a snowboard with me. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like what the fuck? Like it's, yeah, like it's basically the same thing. Also, why would you ski or snowboard down an avalanche bit? That's just like so stupid. <laughs> But yeah, that made me laugh. You know, one thing that I really love about skiing is how it's silent. Like, some people do ski with headphones in, but I don't like to ski with headphones in. But we're always glued to our phones. I'm always listening to a podcast or music or I'm speaking to someone or I'm on the phone. Like, even in the car. Also, who sits in the car in silence? That's just... No one sits. Actually, do you sit in the... I don't. I just absolutely hate sitting in the car in silence. I get so bored and then I start to think about everything and then I'm like, oh. And then you listen to the sound of the car on the road and it sounds like the car's broken. I'm like, oh my God, like if I burst a tire and I just, yeah, I start overthinking. And also it's really boring that I lose, lose focus. Uh, anyways, so obviously it's silent when you're skiing and you're just in your thoughts. And I think about everything. Like I love just being like lost in my own thoughts because they're actually quite interesting. And not having like a phone or some sort of entertainment is just... It's brilliant, but it's hard because if I was on a run, I want to listen to something. Like, I'm just going to run in silence. Like, I could, but I, I don't want to. Okay, so going back to talking about skiing, I know I'm, I'm trying to make sure that this is clear of what I'm talking about now. One of the nights that we were there, we were quite lucky because we went at the same time that some of our family friends went. Um, so all the parents knew each other, all the kids knew each other. It was great. And um, so one evening, all the parents went out to have drinks like together and have dinner. So all the kids were like left to fend by themselves. So me and my siblings, we decided that we were gonna go for like a nice dinner, just the four of us, which is actually really quite nice. Um, but before I went to this bar called Coca Rico's to see a friend and oh my God, it was so much fun. And I had like one drink, two drinks maybe. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm feeling it. Um, anyway, so then at dinner we had a drink, but I'd eat, I had this like fat steak. So I didn't like, you know, 
whatever drunkness I was feeling went completely. But then we get back to the apartment that we were staying in and all the parents that were at the dinner had come round to ours and everyone was drinking and I was like, oh, like, let's get drunk again. So I started drinking and then I went to this place, this other bar called like Bananas and I was like, yeah, you know what? It's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> so I go back to our apartment and everyone's still partying. It's like midnight and I'm like, right, it's time for me to go to bed. So. Even kids who are younger than me was still out and I was like, right. So I got in the shower, had a quick shower and got straight to bed and fell asleep. Uh, whilst everyone carried on partying for like two more hours. I actually love doing that. Like, this sounds really sad, but I love driving to London for a night out, not drinking and then driving home that evening. Like I did that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> so I drove to London and um, I went to this incredible New Year's Eve party that my friend was hosting in the centre of in the centre of London and then at like 2am someone was like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna Uber and they offered me a place in the Uber which I was so grateful for and then I got in my car at like 4am and I drove home <laughs> I got back I got back as at like 5am when my parents are waking up <laughs> okay no they weren't waking up at 5am um, but they woke up like a couple hours later and I was like I sent them a little text, I was like, hi, I've come home, uh, don't wake me up, love you. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. I do, the thing is, is I don't want to be rude by leaving, but I just love my bed, I love sleeping in my own bed so much, and then you wake up and you can, at like whatever time you want, you don't have to travel anywhere the next day, all the travelling's done, you can just sleep and then wake up and have like a fat breakfast, and then just sit there like watching some TV whilst you're having breakfast, and oh... <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And then you can like go back to sleep afterwards. You don't have to worry about like getting a train or like how you're gonna get home. I mean, it does mean that you don't really have to drink or you have like one drink. But I'm fine with that for now. I'm sure that's gonna change though. <laughs> this makes me sound so antisocial, which to be fair, like I definitely am. I love being a little bit antisocial. When I'm not in the mood and I'm not, you know, my fullest energy or health peak whatever then I love to be antisocial and just do things by myself I love it I think my worst personality trait has to be that I just don't reply like if I get a message I will be like oh I like love to get like I got a message from so and so that's great I'll read the message a bit okay this is what I would reply and then I like reply in my head and just completely forget to reply in person which is so bad because I probably like I feel like I'm not ignoring you I just <laughs> I just haven't put my thoughts into a um, text message yet. To be fair, also, that's not entirely the case. Sometimes I, I actually don't have notifications on for most things, so I actually just won't see. I won't see your text, unless I go into a text to send you something, and then I'm like, oh, you replied, like, <laughs> surprise. I definitely got a taste of my own medicine the other day because I have this friend who, believe it or not, is actually worse at replying than I am. Like, whereas it might take me, like, two weeks to reply to you, he's, like, a whole month. Actually, okay, no, he's not that bad. <laughs> Sometimes he can be really bad. Um, and then I was, like, thinking to myself that I was like, oh, it's really annoying that he hasn't replied. Like, I really want to hear what he has to say. Like, I really want to know how he's doing. I want to hear about his life. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm such a hypocrite. Like, that's literally me. So, yeah, I'm going to get better, I promise. Because it is, like, super annoying when people don't reply. And I just, I know that's such karma because I don't do it. Actually, <laughs> this is so random, but a thought that's just popped into my head is how insane does the Taylor Swift Eras tours look? Why can I not say that very well? Eras tour. Anyways, um, how incredible. I'm seeing it everywhere. 
and I'm like, oh my god, I I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but I love all of her old songs. I'm not a fan of the new songs, but I love all the old songs. And I was like, how insane to see her in a concert. And I know she's doing a tour in the UK, but like, if the ticket is some of the tickets in the US went for seventy, was it seventy thousand? You could like buy the deposit for a house for that. I mean, that's bonkers, bonkers. I could like run a place in London for a few weeks. <laughs> you could do a lot with seventy grand. Um, like, I don't think I'd be willing to spend that on a ticket to Taylor Swift. But I would love to see her. I think she's absolutely incredible. You know who I'm absolutely dying to see live, though, is Post Malone. Oh, God, I love him. Like, I haven't listened to any of his music in the last year, but two years ago, I was the biggest fan, and it's been my life goal to go to a Post Malone concert because I got tickets for one, and then it was 2020, and it got cancelled because of COVID, and I honestly wanted to cry. I love to see him live. Everyone who saw him at Reading, like, whenever our year went to Reading, like, three years ago now, was like he was incredible and I was like oh god I'm obsessed with his music concerts are so surreal like I went to go see Coldplay I was lucky enough to go see Coldplay in the summer I was completely blown away by how good they were like I was not expecting them to be that good I felt like I was in like a completely different world I mean it was incredible like the music is just blaring your ears everybody's singing along like it's amazing So I actually have some really exciting news for everybody. Um, for the first time in like seven months, I'm actually going on a date. Can you believe it? Tomorrow? Actually, you know, when I post this, it'll be today. Thursday evening. I'm very excited. Um, I literally haven't, I think I've spoken to one boy, like romantic styles <laughs> in the past six months. Like no, no real contact. But that was only like recently. So I've been, you know, pretty guarded i think is the right word for the last couple months but tomorrow no today sorry um i'm going on a double date <laughs> which is quite exciting with my friend liv and james and then their friend who i actually have met before so it's not really like a blind date i met him ages ago i think like 2020 um so i was a lot younger but i'm really nervous like i haven't been on a date like a proper date in so long that i'm like oh <laughs> And like the last time I spoke to him was ages ago. So I was like, you know, I've definitely changed since then. Well, I hope for the better. <laughs> you never know. Um, and I was speaking to Liv and I was like, Liv, like, what do I do? And she was like, stop freaking out. And I was like, okay. But also we're going out for curry and curry's really messy to eat. And I hate like, I never really want to go on like food dates unless I'm either dating or really comfortable with a person. Like I went out for lunch with my friend Angie earlier today. And like, that's fine because we've been friends since like forever and I feel comfortable around her. But like around someone new, like I have to try and have like impeccable manners. So I get really nervous to eat in front of anyone in general. And so I'm kind of, you know, I want to enjoy the food. So I'm, I'm really nervous. But of course on next week's podcast, I'll let you know how it goes. Um, I'll keep you updated and fingers crossed because I'm not very good at flirting. Well, no, I can talk to boys, but when it comes to trying to flirt and like, I don't know, sound funny, <laughs> I overthink it and then I like trip over my words. Like you should hear me trying to record this podcast. Sometimes I'll record a bit and then I'll listen, it, listen to it back and be like, that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> like what was I even saying? But I low-key love it because it's hilarious. So I don't want to change, but still. Oh, also actually, here's a question. Well, it's gonna be a one-sided question because I'm gonna give you an answer. 
Um, but what would your favorite first date be? Like, I would quite like a coffee because then there's no like set amount of time you can leave at any point. You'd be like, sorry, I've got to go. I've got to, I don't know, walk my dog or something like that. Whereas like, if you're having dinner, you're like stuck in for at least a couple hours, which is fine if you're having fun, but if you're not having fun, it's a little awkward. Also, it goes back to the fact you're gonna have to eat in front of them. And I don't wanna do that. I wanna go home and enjoy my dinner on my own. <laughs> I mean, like in an ideal world where, you know, anything is possible. I'd love to have the same first date as the people from Dynasty where she's like, I think he's like, what do you want? And she's like, oh, I could do with some like French food. And then they just like get in the private jet and fly to France. like. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was Italy, but wherever it was. Um, but actually, no, no, I've got my favourite first date. I, bear in mind, I've got to be living in a hot country for this, but I would like to be taken to the beach. We go for a swim and then we go and get like an Asahi bowl or like a nice coffee or, actually I don't drink coffee, but like a hot chocolate or like a tea or an Arizona juice. Oh, that'd be amazing. Okay, so before I leave you, I have some food for thought. And I asked this question at the pub the other day, but would you go to the moon if you had the chance, but 50-50, everything goes well? That means like you, the journey could go badly. You could, I don't know, <laughs> overshoot and like hit a star. Yeah, I'm making this up, but um, the rocket could explode. Like you may not, Okay, actually, you know, well, let's say 50% you live, 50% you die. Chance. I, oh, okay, if I was, like, 50, no, actually, then I'd have kids. If I was, like, 80 years old, I'd ha I'd lived a pretty incredible life already. And I had, like, loads of amazing grandchildren. I got to say bye to all of them. I would go. Because if I did die, I would be so satisfied with the life already lived. And I got to see the world from the moon. And I got to jump on the moon. Like, that would just be, that'd be so incredible. Being 19 right now, I probably wouldn't go, just in case I don't make it back. Like, there is so much that I want to achieve. There's so much more that I want to do. Like, I want to go live in Australia, do you know what I mean? Like, um, I can't wait to have kids. I can't wait to, like, start a business or whatever. So I don't think I'd be comfortable going right now. But, yeah. Also, actually I asked someone else this, would you climb Everest with the same like 50% chance? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I, I like, um, you don't even have a good view from the top because it's all cloudy and it's cold. Like it's a great achievement, but I could just climb like Ben Nevis, do you know what I mean? <laughs> or some like really cool mountain in the middle of, I don't know, like Scotland or like, actually where's the really cool one that, oh Tanzania, that's a nice one in Tanzania, or like Kenya, but I don't think I would climb Everest because, can you imagine you're walking and you just stumble across like a frozen body, and also if you die, like no one can collect your body, do you know what I mean, like you're stuck up on that mountain to freeze and just stay there until global warming takes all the ice away and then, so and then someone will find your body. <laughs> So that's all we have time for today. But thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And I will keep you updated about how the date goes next week on next week's episode. 